Oh, come on, let's bless that name. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm a fan of him. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of people acting a lot of crazy ways over something that won't do them any good. Hallelujah. But is, is it all right for me to get a little bit loud tonight? Uh, is it all right for me to stomp my feet and, and jump up and down and say hallelujah and thank you, Jesus? Oh, he's been mighty good to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, we can be dismissed. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's get into the word of the Lord tonight. 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse number 51. While you're going, I have a disclaimer to make. When Brother Grendel texted me last night, he didn't know that I was preaching at our church this morning. And here's my disclaimer. I, I have never done this before. But I'm doing it tonight, so y'all just have to... Crucify me later. I'm preaching the same thing twice. <laughs> I have never done that before. I, I, I have preached Sunday morning and Sunday night many times, but I just couldn't get away from it today. And so Bishop Littlefield comes to our church all the time and says, you're going to have to settle for beans and cornbread and all that kind of jazz. Well, it may be... Two hickory nuts and a hammer tonight, I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We're going to dive deep. Y'all ready? Amen. 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse 51. Behold, I will shew you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, uh, for the trump shall sound... Uh, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall we brought, be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, uh, where is thy sting? Uh, oh, grave, uh, where is thy victory? The sting, of sin, the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 
Put your Bibles down. Uh, raise your hands and let's magnify him. Uh, we need the anointing Holy Ghost tonight. Uh, come on, let's magnify him. Uh, well, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we need you today. Uh, we need your anointing, God. Uh, I'm nothing without you and can do nothing. Uh, all things are possible with you, Lord. Uh, Lord, you see our needs. Uh, you know where we're at and what we're facing. Uh, Lord, we ask you to move like only you can. Uh, minister like only you can. Uh, provide and supply, oh God. Uh, we give you glory. Mm, we give you praise. We give you honor. Hallelujah. If you're going to help me, you may be seated. Amen. Amen. There is coming a day that the Lord will return for his people. Just like the scripture said, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall be changed. This old mortal body will put on immortality amen one day one day I'm going to rise to meet my savior in the air and this so corruptible this old mortality shall become immortal amen thanks be to God amen there's an old song that says there is coming a day where no heartache uh, shall come. No more clouds in the sky and no more tears to dim the eye. It all is peace forevermore on that happy golden shore. What a day. What a glorious day that's going to be. I'm going to make it, brother. Brother McIntyre, I'm going to make it. Uh, I didn't say I was trying to make it. Uh, I didn't say I planned on make it. Uh, I said, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it, Brother John. I'm going to make that day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In a moment, uh, in a twinkling of an eye, we're going to be changed. Praise the Lord. I want to make it. Uh, Thanks be to God. Verse 58 says, Therefore, if you look up that word, in so much, so that, or because, because God has done all this stuff, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. I want to preach for a little while this afternoon on a very small word. Be. Be. If you look up that word in the dictionary, it has three basic factors. Identify, quality, the condition of a person or thing. To be means I identify, I have the quality or the condition of a person or thing. We use this word regularly, be or don't be, is a very common thing that we say, I want to be good. That means I identify as good. I have the qualities of being good 
or I act like a person or a thing that is good. Be good. Be happy. I bet y'all can't guess what that means. That means I identify as happy. I have the qualities of happy or I act like a person or thing that is happy. Be kind. I'm going to say it again. That means I identify as kind. I have the qualities of kindness or I act like a person or thing that is kind. There's the opposite side of that spectrum. Don't be. Don't be selfish. That means I don't want to identify as selfish. I don't want the qualities of selfish. Or I don't want to act like a person or thing that is selfish. Don't be grumpy. Don't be mean. Don't be hateful. We can go down the list. There's a common saying, to be or not to be. Be. The scripture text starts off in verse 58. It says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be. Be. Be ye steadfast. If you don't know me yet, I love words. I like to understand what the word is saying to me. I love to get into this word and I read things that I don't understand and I'll have every notebook in the world pulled out and digging and diving. I want to know what that word is saying. Be ye steadfast. The word steadfast means to firmly fix in place or determined. Be ye firmly fixed in place or be ye determined. Colossians 1.23 says, If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard. Paul is speaking to the church in, in Colossia and he's saying be settled and be grounded in your faith. Be ye steadfast. Amen. Get a firm grip on this thing. Get a hold to it. Hold on. Tie not in the rope. Be ye steadfast. They understood what God had called them to be. And he called them to be grounded in the faith. Settled. Be not moved away from the hope of the... Don't be moved away from the hope that the Lord give you. You know he give you his hope. It's not in this life only. He placed that into your life. Be settled in it. Know you have it. Know you're going to keep it. Know you're not turning it loose. Be ye steadfast. Amen. Ephesians 4.14 says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men in the cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive us. But speaking the truth in love, that we may grow into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. Jesus Christ bled and he died and he overcome the world for you and I. And he asked us to be steadfast. 
We are not children tossed to and fro. If you look up that word children, it means simple-minded, immature, adolescence. We should not be a child, immature, simple-minded, tossed to and fro with every whim that comes along. There should be some things in our life that are settled. If there ever was a time to get a hold of this gospel, one God message, my friend, today is that day. If there ever was a time for us to get a grip on this thing, Today is that day. Hallelujah. So many influences and so many voices and so much pressure in life that are pushing and, and, and trying to persuade us to go here or be in there or move here or change this or do that different. We need to be, if we ever was, steadfast. Hallelujah. We must know that God's calling us to hold on to it. Be ye steadfast. 2 Corinthians 11 chapter in the third verse says, But I fear, lest by any means, as a serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Paul speaking to the church at Corinth and says, but I fear. I am scared. I am worried. That's what he's saying. Church at Corinth, I'm writing you a letter and I'm telling you in this letter, I'm scared. I'm scared uh, less by any means as a serpent beguiled Eve through subtlety. She was the, the serpent was subtle. He comes slipping in and he comes slinking in and he just changed the word just a little bit. He just moved it just a little bit and caught her unaware. And you know the story. But Paul said, I fear that that could happen to you. I'm worried that that could happen to you. I, I don't know. I'm trying to tell somebody today that we must be steadfast. Uh, this week as I was traveling to and fro from work, I, I heard a message. And, and the message, the minister said that the devil will tell you anything that you will believe. He will tell you anything that you will believe. And if you believe it, he'll keep telling it to you. If you're poor, he'll tell you you're too poor to live for God. And if you're rich, he'll tell you you're too rich to live for God. If you're smart, he'll tell you you're too intelligent to live for God. And if you're not smart, he'll say you're not smart enough to live for God. He will tell you anything that you will believe. We must be steadfast. We must be steadfast. How do we stay steadfast? We get into this book like we've never been into this book before. We learn the truth of this word like we never knew before. We get into it and we know it. 
And we're not carried about with every wind of doctrine. We know truth. Hallelujah. Be ye steadfast. Uh, 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not be ashamed, uh, rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, if you have got your head into this book and you've studied it, there is no need for shame. A workman that needeth not be ashamed. There's no reason for you to be ashamed of this truth. There's absolutely no reason for you and I to hang our head in shame. Matter of fact, we should be proud. We should be bold. We should be excited. For the Lord has given us something that is very precious and dear to him. We must be steadfast. Hallelujah. The next part of that verse is unmovable. Be ye steadfast. Unmovable. Unmovable means to not be removed from its place. Unmovable is a lot like steadfast. But unmovable means incapable of being sidetracked. Incapable of being sidetracked. I don't know about you, but there's some things that are in our walk with the Lord that are non-negotiable. They're non-negotiable. There's the, the non-negotiable should be things that we hold near and dear to our heart. Uh, the Lord chose you and I to have an opportunity to understand the truth. And these truths are not for sale. I say it again. These truths uh, are not uh, for sale. This is not something that's open for debate. It's not open for a private interpretation. We know that here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. I don't need to debate you on it. I don't need to argue with you about it. I don't care how much money you have. It's not for sale. It's not negotiable. Hallelujah. Unmovable. I cannot, I refuse to be sidetracked on the truths that the Lord has showed me in his word. Unmovable. Psalms 57 and 7 says, My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. Oh, come on, somebody. I've got a made-up mind. I've got some fortitude. Ah, somebody ought to get a backbone and say, uh, I don't care what comes. I don't care what goes. I've made up my mind. I will not move. Hallelujah. Unmovable. John 16 and 33 says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer. 
I, Jesus, have overcome the world. The Lord is telling us to be happy. Our great example overcome the world. The one I trust in, the one I put my confidence in, he overcame the world. I know when I fall and I don't meet the mark, I can repent quickly and be happy because my trust is not in me, but it's in him. And he overcome. He overcome the world. You want to stay immovable. You want to make sure your feet are grounded. You should put a smile on your face and know, my God, the Savior of my soul, he overcome. He overcome. Hallelujah. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Psalms 112 and 7 says, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. Why? His heart is fixed, uh, trusting in the Lord. I'm not telling you there won't be bad days. Uh, I'm not telling you it won't be hard. Uh, I'm not telling you there won't be trials. Uh, I'm not telling you there won't be temptations. Uh, I'm not telling you there won't be tribulations. Uh, but I am telling you be not afraid. Uh, fix your heart. Uh, let it be unmovable. Put your trust in the one that overcome the world. Hallelujah. Unmovable. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 16. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying prophesying, prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you say your whole spirit and your whole soul and your whole body are preserved blameless. That sounds a lot like unmovable to me. That sounds a lot like I'm not changing. That sounds a lot like I'm not backing up. You say, well, how do I do that? Let me reread them verses. How do I do it? Verse 16, rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God, if you do that, the God of peace said, I got you. I got you. I'm walking with you. We're one. We're doing this together. Hallelujah. It didn't say rejoice just in the good times. It didn't say just rejoice when everything's going my way. Rejoice evermore. That means when I feel like rejoicing, I rejoice. And when I don't feel like rejoicing, I rejoice. Pray without ceasing. Does that just mean pray when it's bad? 
That means pray without ceasing. That means don't stop. Keep on praying. 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 In everything give thanks. That means just when it's good. In everything give thanks. No matter what comes. No matter what goes. No matter what your neighbor does. No matter what your family does. No matter what the president does. It don't matter. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. If Brother Motes was here tonight, he'd say it like this. If you want the will of God, give thanks. Everybody's looking for the will of God. There it is. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning God, what do I do? I want your will. I want... In everything, give thanks. There's the will of God. You don't have to look for it. There it is. Come on, somebody. Are you following me tonight? I'm mad at the devil. People are moving and going, and I'm tired of it. I'm sick of the devil. I want to be unmovable. Hallelujah. I want to be unmovable. I want the roots to go deep. Hallelujah. 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 Paul said, I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. I finished the course. Why did he say I was unmovable? They didn't get me. They persecuted me. They beat me. They imprisoned me. They treat me all kind of bad. But they didn't get me. I finished the course. Hallelujah. Unmovable. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in the house today. Oh, hallelujah. Unmovable. Scripture goes on. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Abounding means excel, excess, with some left over. Always abounding in the work of of the Lord. I believe what Paul is saying here is if we will determine to be steadfast, if we will determine in our heart to be unmovable, the Lord will give you opportunities to work for Him. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. If I do my part and I remain steadfast and I remain unmovable, the opportunity to work will find me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many times uh, we get a little sidetracked uh, when Pastor Grendel comes and says, Hey, will you clean the bathroom? Oh, I'm busy, Pastor. I got a lot going on. We should say, oh, thank God that he feels like I'm steadfast and I'm unmovable. So I get to do some work for the kingdom. Oh, thank you, God, because I want to work for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Well, I may get this dirtier. I may not be prepared. It don't matter. Be steadfast, unmovable, and get ready to go to work. When we're walking in the grocery store and the Lord whispers to you to talk to the one in the aisle next to you, you could 
push it off or you could say, oh, thank you, God. You deemed me steadfast. I must be doing something right. I must have proven to you that I, I am unmovable. So, God, here I go. I don't know what to say, but here I go, God. I'm doing your work. I, I'm doing your work. Hallelujah. I noticed on the board when I walked in, if you want a Bible study, sign up in the foyer. I hope we're all trying to teach Bible studies. Uh, you may say, I ain't never taught a Bible study. I don't know how. But when the Lord calls you, know he, he deemed you steadfast, unmovable. So go teach. He'll help you. He'll make the way. He'll open the door. He'll give you the knowledge. Do it. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Steadfast, unmovable. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I don't know about you, but sometimes I have done some things for the Lord that I thought, God, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm doing it, God, but I don't know what the purpose is. I'm going to keep doing it, God, but I don't know what the plan is. God, this really don't make much sense, but I'm going to keep. I want you to know tonight your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Just because you may not get recognized for it doesn't mean it was in vain. Just because someone don't call your name and say thank you doesn't mean it was in vain. Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Keep working. Keep working. Keep working. We got a lost community that needs you to keep working. You've got loved ones that are lost. They need you to keep working. Forget the glory. Forget the honor. It's not in vain. Hallelujah. Steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding. Hallelujah. Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I'm closing, sister. If you want to come, Matthew the ninth chapter in the 37th verse says, Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his field. Tonight, the Lord's looking for someone that he can depend upon. Hallelujah. He's looking for someone that'll show up. Someone that's got determination. Someone that's got a made up mind. There's plenty of harvest. The harvest is everywhere. But he's looking for someone that'll be a laborer in the field. The question today is, will that be you? Will that be me? Will I continue after this service like I always have or will I get another hold of this thing and I'll prepare to work for the kingdom? Will I look for that opportunity to work? Will I look for that opportunity to pray? Will I look for my opportunity to fast? Am I looking for that opportunity to serve? What will it be tonight? What will it be? 
The harvest is plenteous. But there are a few laborers. There are very few people that really got a hold to this thing. There are very few people that even know this beautiful truth that the Lord has showed me and you. We should count ourselves honored because He showed us the way. He opened the door. Harvest is plenteous. What will it be tonight? Will you be one of the laborers and say, God, you can depend on me. When you're looking for someone to go, pick this one, God. When you're looking for someone to reach, pick me, God. When you're looking for someone to pray, here I am. When you're looking for someone to witness, here I am, God. What will it be? Stand at night. Uh, these altars are open. Uh, God chose you and I. What will it be tonight? Uh, the harvest is plenteous. Oh, well, he's looking for a laborer. Someone that's determined. Someone that's steadfast. Someone unmovable. Someone ready. Ready for the work. Hallelujah. Can we reach for him? Come on. Lord, here I am, God. Uh, I need you, Lord. Uh, I want to do the work, God. Uh, I want to be counted worthy, God. Uh, I want to prove, oh God, that I, I've got a hope to you, Lord. Uh, I refuse to let you go. Uh, hallelujah, choose me.